Ah, yes, ladies and gentlemen, it's the Wrestling Inc. News and Note Show. We got ratings talk. We've got PLE talk. We've got revolution talk and so much more. I'm Jack Farmer being joined by the guy I still call the boss man, Raj Geary. Raj, how are you? We even got some football talk this week. We do got football (laughs) talk, and it's not about the Super Bowl. Did you enjoy the Super Bowl, though? I know you're like a... You're... You follow football but you're not all in right I, well i i watch it all season I, i'm a big bronc i'm a i'm a broncos fan you know oh, okay they're, they're my team but um but yeah i probably couldn't name more than four or five guys on each team yeah but um or you know some teams probably less than that you know uh but i do follow it uh, i'm in a fantasy league I, I haven't come in last place yet so <laughs> that's, that's the important thing all right i always say in fantasy football i've got the middle of the pack on lock like that's me yeah. right in the middle of the i i think maybe i'm thinking of hockey you were you were yeah. at a game recently and you said you didn't know what was going on but that was the yeah the nba i was at a nuggets game like a week oh. and a half ago and yeah, i mean you, you can figure it out i just don't know what the standings are like who you know i didn't realize the nuggets are so good this season so that uh that just blew me away and yeah yeah, you guys. By the way, f- back to football. You guys are gonna be good next year, I think. The Broncos. I'm. St- I still believe in Russell Wilson, and you guys got. Uh, oh, what's his name at head coach? Um, Peyton. Doug Peyton. That's. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing like getting called. Oh, what's his name? <laughs> but. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I got a feeling you guys are gonna do uh, pretty well next season uh, with all that. But. The people who are joining us, forget next season. Let's talk about the people who are with us right now. If you could do us a favor, like, comment, share, subscribe, uh, five-star review, all that good stuff. Of course, uh, this is a, we're, we're on a little bit of a push here. We're trying to see what we can do with the metrics and the numbers and the spreadsheets and all those little likes and things really help out. So if you're in the chat, whether it's Tornado Anthony Y, uh, Nadir, Joey, uh, we got Gluten-Free, Tommy O, uh, Everyone in the chat, thanks for joining us. Uh, is it Rayan uh, Mohammed? Let me know if I'm saying that right. Uh, appreciate you guys uh, being here and joining us. Raj, yeah. you want to get I was going to say, sorry we weren't able to do this last week. I was traveling. I was in Florida. Um, but we're hoping to do this every every Thursday at, at 6 Eastern. You are, you're, uh, you're in Florida. Were you rubbing elbows with Triple H and, and HBK? And, of course. And everyone over there, you guys just hanging out. <laughs> did no, you have a did you have a tryout? Are you going to compete? <laughs> <laughs> no, I wish it was that exciting. We was uh, in Tampa, just looking at some investments out there, and and then uh, for the weekend we had some more friends come out and uh, did our golf trip. We have we're, we're supposed to do a golf trip last November, didn't happen. So uh, yeah, sure, you're going to be the guy that beats Braun Breaker. Okay, I get it. I get it. <laughs> uh, I want to talk to you, speaking of uh, going down to Florida and speaking of all that NXT stuff, we got some ratings news in today, not just for NXT, but for uh, Dynamite as well. And the numbers are pretty interesting. Uh, WrestleNomics is reporting that AEW Dynamite came in this week with 824,000 viewers at 027 and NXT came in with 640,000 viewers with a 0.15. Sorry, those 0.27, 0.15 are those that special demo that everyone ca- that is is focusing on. Um, right. 
And to put that into a little bit of perspective, uh, WrestleNomics also reported MLW Underground on Reels with 73,000 viewers and a 0.02 in that rating. So um, I feel like this is great news for NXT, scary news for AEW. Well, NXT, you know, their numbers are a lot lower than AEW, but it is the, you know, the C brand show, um, you know, it's, it's developmental. Uh, there's 640,000. It was up 14%. Um, it was the best number they've done in, in over a month since January 10th of the 0.15. Also the best since that day. And that, that, that episode was the New Year's Evil episode. So from what they've been doing, they were up. Uh, yeah, Dynamite, like you mentioned, 824,000, a 0.27. That 824,000 is their worst number since early or mid-November. And that 0.27, the demo rating that you know, there's, it's, you always hear Tony Khan talk about how uh, important that demo rating is. And that's the lowest, uh, that's the third lowest they've done since uh, NXT moved uh, to Tuesday nights. So uh, in their time slot. So on, um, and not a good, not a good ratings week for AEW, but um, you know, we'll see. I always feel like you can't go off of one week. You can't go off of one number. They've had bad numbers in the past for, for what they do, of course. And, and uh, we'll see. It's it's very, you know, I agree. I'm, I'm not typically into the ratings that much, but this does seem to be a, uh, a bad trend. Trends, I think, are interesting. Yeah. Uh, Rampage seems to be going down. AEW Dynamite seems to be going down. And I, I don't like to pick on any company, but I, I have to confess, Raj, going into this week, I was thinking that the, it might be a bit of a struggle because I look at the matchups and these are all great wrestlers. I'm going to say, I'm not saying anyone's bad or anything like that, but when I tell you that John Moxley and Claudio Castanoli are going to face off against Roosh, who I can't remember his last win and Preston Vance, I can't remember his last match. I, I know how that one's going to turn out, you know, right. yeah, uh, it's, it's not a hot ticket. Yeah. Adam page, a former champion against Kip Sabian, who again, I think has been on TV once and it was on rampage over the past year or so. Uh, I, I know how that's going. Brian cage versus jungle boy could be great, but I think Brian cage has won one match in the past year and a half on TV. Uh, yeah. On dynamite. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Mark Briscoe, uh, obviously a feel good story against Josh Woods, another guy who's never won as long as I can remember. Uh, Orange Cassidy and the acclaimed versus, I mean, Jeff Jarrett, Jay Lethal, Sanjay. I mean, that doesn't scream can't miss match. Right. And then the only one that I think had any interest is Tony Storm, Ruby Soho, Britt Baker. But I feel like that's a lot of matches where you probably don't need to tune in. And that's the whole show. Like that's. I mean, I could see it. If I see that's the show and they advertise it, I feel like, oh, this doesn't look like something I need to see. Yeah, I, I I feel like the general consensus with last night's show was, and it didn't end up delivering overall either. It wasn't, sometimes you'll have a, I remember back in the day, WWE would have those really weak pay-per-view lineups that with no, you know, that they decide to build at the last minute. And then they turn out to be great. Like they just, mm -hmm. all the matches over delivered. Um, this was one of those shows that didn't deliver. Again, you can't take one week, um, but there is a trend. I mean, you look at the last, 
one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, uh, nine weeks. And they're down over double digit. I mean, double digits in eight, the 18 to 49 uh, with the 18 to 49 rating. So that's uh, that's a pretty big drop year to year. And I think, you know, look, I know people get mad if you try to point out what might be missing and, and you know, what can be worked on. But I do feel like the stories haven't been as strong. Um, you know, MJF, they had him get the big win. And instead of coming up with something new for him, this, you know, this feud with Brian Danielson is the same storyline that they've done in the past where so-and-so has to beat these guys to, to get a shot at them. And um, it, yeah, I just feel like it doesn't feel new right now. It, you know, uh, th- I'm about to, I feel like I'm about to say something that is like a dirty word in pro wrestling uh, on TV, but or uh, for these podcasts. But I look at AEW and <laughs> I think they need writers. I think they need, <laughs> I know everyone said, you know, they look at how WWE was and they complain about the writers and all that stuff. But I, you're right. I feel like, there's no like I don't know what the story is on AEW that I'm waiting for, you know, outside of these are two good wrestlers. But if that's everybody and if the outcomes are predetermined, it's not really that interesting, you know? Yeah. And uh, and they do have storylines, but I feel a lot of them are redundant. Uh, and um, yeah. it's your partner turning on you. Um, they, they just need something fresh. And, and I kind of agree with you. I, you know, I'm not saying you have 30 writers or anything like that, but just having people that can plot out where certain storylines are going. Cause so many just seem to be d- disappear or, you know, not really get followed up on and just, yeah, just maybe kind of get the creative side a little more in tune because they've got the talent. I love the look of the show. They're hot. The crowds are hot every week. I, it makes it so easy to watch, but the storytelling, I think, has been lacking a little bit and, and, and really making some of these characters a little larger than life. Yeah, I I agree. I think, they, again, they've got the talent. It's just, uh, yeah, a, ma- a matter of, I think something, I guess, with WWE and the Bloodline storyline and everything, and we'll talk about that in a little bit, the reason it's compelling is it's a great story that's being mm-hmm. told and you want to see what happens next, where at this point, I don't really know what the story is with John Moxley and Adam Page, other than they're two wrestlers that want to win a fight. You mean Danielson? Uh, Joel Adam. Oh, Page, oh, oh no, Moxley, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah you're, you're right. I, I, I thought yeah. you said MJF. Yes, yes, yeah. But, you're right. Moxley I mean, and, and Adam Page. Yeah, and really the MJF one, like you said, it's, it's kind of the same story we've seen already. Yeah. I mean, I mean they'll, have, they'll have a great match, but it's. I mean, it might as well just be two random guys thrown together at that point. It doesn't really matter who who it is, you know? Yeah, and I think the strongest part of the MJF Danielson storyline was William Regal. But they made him kind of the catalyst for the storyline when he's leaving. So that was, you know, and now it's just the same gauntlet stuff. So I agree with you. I just feel like, and you look, I think Samoa Joe Wardlow, um, I think I like that what they did last night with that angle with that Wardlow sit down interview. But at the same time, Wardlow was on fire last year and he seemed like he was going to be the top guy and he got cooled down. It seemed like they didn't know how to raise him to superstar level. Yeah. They got him all the way there and then just couldn't get him over that peak. Mm -hmm. Uh, Let's talk about this, this show coming up. Let's talk about revolution. Some matches have been locked in. Um, 
we'll start obviously MJF, Brian Danielson, 60 man Ironman match. Uh, I don't know if you have any thoughts on that going into it, but I feel like this is MJF's first defense. I, there's no way MJF's going to lose that. We won't go through and predict everything, but I yeah. also, as a, as a fan, I'm thinking he's not going to lose his first defense. So I got to watch 60 minutes of a match that I know is going to end with I... <laughs> MJF winning. Like, this, <laughs> like, you know what I mean? It's, like, it's... if you, so I personally am not a fan of Iron Man matches, and I, I've gotten blasted on Twitter before. But I didn't think the the Bret Hart Shawn Michaels WrestleMania match was that great. I thought the like the last fifteen minutes were, but the rest I thought was kind of you know the first half hour I thought was pretty dull uh, for for Bret and Shawn for what you go in expecting, and uh, yeah I I thought just a regular match with them would be good. And, and with Iron Man matches, I think one of the reasons I don't like real sports or outside of football <laughs> is. When I watch an NBA game or a hockey game, I don't really care until the last like five minutes because, mm -hmm. you know, for the most part, it's you score, I score, at least, you know, with with basketball a lot. And um, yeah, so and and with the Ironman match, you know, not to care until the last five minutes. So and and, and you got to sit there for an hour. I'm not a fan of Ironman matches. This uh, I, I just felt like with MJF taking out his mentor it should have been something more i don't know um more like i don't know like a dog collar match or something you know something where you really right. want to hurt the other guy as opposed to we're gonna have a great match for an hour right it's because they're not about yeah i don't know i it's just i also agree with you i think i iron man matches get a little stale I, they're up there with uh last man standing matches where you end up really getting people standing there and sort of waiting and killing time for most of the match. And, right. uh, but, uh, but I, I guess I just, again, we've kind of talked about John Moxley, Adam page. Uh, it's really just two guys that want to win a fight. Uh, they will be bloody, but I see yeah. that every Wednesday. So I don't know if that really matters to me. Uh, One thing, and I don't know if this is by design because their pay-per-view numbers haven't gone up since you know cm punk came in that, that first there was a huge spike and then drop 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 they're still above where they were before punk but they've been dropping uh each one has been dropping since and uh it just feels like they don't announce many matches until like the last week or two uh we got four matches announced we only have one more dynamite left um whereas before you know cody versus dustin they did months of build and yeah so yeah yeah, and um, but and I guess that's kind of how, like the other two matches on here are the Guns versus the Acclaimed tag team, uh, everybody involved <laughs> tag team match. Uh, again, Acclaimed feels like they were one of the most popular acts in wrestling, and then it just feels so odd that they say, "Let's pair them up with an act that, with all due respect to the Guns, is not a hot act in pro wrestling." Uh, it seemed like that was your time, like. I've got the smart thing to do and I'm not a booker, but you take the hot act, put them against the hot act and you get a really hot show instead of let's take the guys that lose all the time and put them against the guys who are the hottest thing in wrestling. I don't know. I, I don't get yeah, it. Yeah. And I don't want to over criticize, but Kenny Omega is like maybe their number two guy, uh, maybe mm -hmm. number three. Um, I mean, I, you can make an argument that he's number one and yeah. he came back and there's been like, no real big interview, no big. He's just in these trios matches. And 
I don't know. I, I just don't get it. And I, f- I feel like him being in a trios is, is just a bad spot business-wise for him. And uh, the Young Bucks versus the Acclaimed. I feel like that should be... Mm-hmm. I feel like the Acclaimed need an established team to kind of get them from being an entertaining act to a uh, a really top-level act, whether it's FTR, uh, you know, like a, a, yeah. a real long feud with FTR. And granted, they're gone right now. But, um, but yeah, the Bucks would have been... The Bucks would have been... The right move, in my opinion. Yeah. What's up, Justine? Um, we got, uh, but yeah, I, I agree. I just, and then Samojo Wardlow, I think that'll be a classic, great match. But also, it feels like, I feel like this ma- this rivalry ended two months ago. And I know Wardlow is hurt, but it also feels like, which also it looks like we'll get Christian Cage versus Jungle Boy again. Another one that feels like it ended two months ago. Well, I don't know mm-hmm. why we're revisiting it, but. Um, I didn't expect to go into revolution this much, but just, I guess after the ratings <laughs> and that discussion, it's kind of like, and I should say, I love AEW. by the way. I'm a huge, I, I was a day one AEW guy, super into it. It's just, I, I don't get what they're doing. And, and they're repeating a lot of stuff. You know, you mentioned jungle boy and, and Christian, whereas one of the things early on with AEW is they never repeated matches. Like mm-hmm. even when they should have like FTR and young bucks for a while, they, they didn't until, you know, for a while. And, uh, now they do it all the time. Yeah, just totally, I, totally drug. I, I, we, I know I, I like Christian Cage, but I was like, he came back and attacked Jungle Boy. I was like, didn't this rivalry start when we were first coming out of the pandemic? Like, what are we doing? Why are these guys still? And it's the same Jungle Boy. It's not like he's evolved into a different person. I don't know what we're doing here, but yeah. Sorry, I know I'm ranting against AEW. Usually I'm po- uh, very positive, but I just the past few months I've been like, what are we? Just need some cohesion. You know, Tony Khan has so much on his plate that maybe it's one of those things where it's time to, you know, um, uh, what's the word? Get someone. A, a sign uh, out. Outsource. Yeah. Um, the, uh, gosh, I forget it. My, uh, my vocabulary yeah. is going downhill. Uh, well, speaking of vocabulary, there was a, uh, a meeting at, AEW. Uh, Fightful Select reported that a backstage summit occurred uh, at the Feb- February 8th Dynamite to repair some damage done last year between Thunder Rosa and members of the roster. Um, those women who were present at the tapings participated, and Thunder Rosa did work the tapings as a Spanish commentary person for El Paso. Uh, and sources claim that Rosa attempted to mend the fences during the conference as it relates to a number of issues that arose prior to her being sidelined. Um, and uh, was said to have been productive and perhaps a clean slate moving forward. Uh, we talk about stars and things like that. Thunder Rosa, I feel like, is a star. She, I think she's someone that jumps off the screen. I don't really know the details of what was going on backstage with her, but uh, I think it's good that she's back, and it's good that they address the elephant in the room. Yeah, I think it's good you hear about these backstage beefs that happen, and I think it's good that they uh they nip it in the bud because you don't want it to grow and grow and grow we've already seen what happened with with you know with punk and and page and how that ended up mm-hmm. yes oh. oh did you have a, a comment about one of these yeah real quick ryan w uh jonathan uh lyman band stayed stay mad <laughs> elves it'll delegate that's what i was looking for the word <laughs> thank you delegate <laughs> some creative duties <laughs> uh yeah so but i i agree i think something it, it's interesting like uh so 
David Marquez, he runs United Wrestling Network, and he also worked at NWA for a long time, been in pro wrestling for a long time, and he was doing a uh, Q&A session online one time, and he was saying he's not the booker for his promotions. He always hires a booker, and he said, and this had nothing to do with AEW, but just he was saying he usually finds that bookers will come in, they're great, lots of hot stories, and then about three years in, things get stale and start, you know, the wheels start coming off. And he said that, again, nothing to do with AEW, but... I did start thinking it does kind of feel like about three years into AEW is when things started to feel like it was getting a little clunky. And I wonder if there was a, you know, I wonder if there's some relation to that. Like maybe just you need some fresh eyes and some fresh ideas come into it. Well, I mean, the late Jerry Jarrett, he would, um, him and Jim, Jerry Lawler a lot for a long time, they would, they would switch off every six months just to kind of, you know, refresh the, it, just refresh your mind and, and kind of get away from the creative for a bit and then come back strong. I think even with Vince, you'd see, you know, it's strong for a few years and it, it there's a long lull, then it came back, and then it was another lull, and then it, then a long lull. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> there was a long lull. <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah, I, I totally could see that because, and it's not like you're doing this at, you know, you have a season off or something, you know, it's week right. after week after week. And it's, it's gotta be tough. Even when you got a team of writers. Right. And it's, I think uh, it becomes tough to let go of certain things like this week, the dark order coming out to help Adam page. I was thinking, are we still doing this? Like, is that still a thing? Like, let's just move on from, and like the Blackpool combat club is still like Regal's gone. Why is it called Blackpool? Like what is it was <laughs> like, anyways, I digress. I like AW. I'm just, I yeah. little, we want it to get long. back to, we want it to get back to where it was yeah. for sure. Um, I it's, get best to to have, it's best to have two companies on the ascent. It's yes. always the funnest. And, you know, again, the hottest period was WWE, WCW. Um, and they were both on the ascent when you think of 97, 98, those magical years. So, yeah. You never knew how good we had it. Um, <laughs> uh, but speaking of WWE, it is time for the, um, uh, elimination chamber. It's coming up. We got one more show before we get to the, uh, before we get to actual elimination chamber, but we're not going to do a show together between now and then. So I want to go through these matches and I want to get some predictions and thoughts and everyone in the chat. I want you guys to give us your predictions and thoughts and hit the like, comment, share, subscribe button. But, uh, <laughs> let us let us know what you're thinking as well. I want to start at the bottom of the card, work my way to the top. Uh, we're going to um, oh, we actually before we get in, let's get Bear Hudson's uh, super chat on here. We miss you on here, Raj. Do you think Jay White or uh, uh, to, is it Thomas 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 Tonga are both headed to WWE soon? If not, which of the two would you want? Um, I, I think they're both great. Um, yeah. It does seem like that uh, with Jay White, especially. And I think, um, you know, a year ago I would have said AEW, but I think right now they're just so stacked with talent and so many guys that aren't being used. You know, you have the examples out there, like someone mentioned Lance Archer, uh, mm -hmm. Miro, all these people. And you'll see them on, you know, you'll see them on Rampage or Dark Elevation, but ultimately the show that counts is Dynamite. And it's that's the one that people are really watching. So. Uh, right now, I'd probably say WWE. They seem to be doing better creatively. And um, 
and they are, you know, one of my criticisms of WWE is they're bringing in these NXT talents that a lot of the fans don't really seem to be recognizing. And, uh, but they're still using them and they're still getting featured. And, and so I think he would get more screen time on the main shows that way. I, I also think there'd be a more, there'd be a game plan for him mm. over there where they would know what they're doing. As opposed to just saying, we've got this guy, let's have matches. I think they would have like, let's, this is how we're going to roll him out and debut him. And this is our game plan with him, which I think if you're a wrestler, it's nice to know that there's a game plan as opposed to, yeah, we'll put you on the show. Right. <laughs> you know? uh, also, yeah. WWE is the bigger company, like with more access to things. I feel like you're going to, if you can get paid more and get on more screens and everything else, that's the route you should probably go. But, yeah. And again, a year ago, I, I probably would have said the opposite. But In your busy day-to-day life, the last thing you should need to worry about is home security. That's why I use the Eufy Video Lock. The Eufy Video Lock is a 3-in-1 smart lock, 2K camera, and doorbell. That's three functions to triple your security in one device that's easy to install. All you need is a Phillips screwdriver. And it's not just for security, it's also convenient. With keyless entry, fingerprints unlock the door in less than a second. You can also assign passwords to your family members and see them coming and going with the integrated camera. See who's at your door anytime with the enhanced night vision, 2K clear sight, and two-way audio. Unlike other brands, the Eufy Video Lock has no monthly fee. It also has an 18-month warranty and customer support on standby 24-7. I love this lock when I'm far from home or receiving a package and I'm laying on the couch and don't feel like getting up. For more information, search for Eufy Video Lock. That's E-U-F-Y Video Lock. Or visit eufyofficial.com slash video lock to see how you can get complete control of your door. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Yeah, a year ago, I would I would have agreed with you because I'd have been like, I don't know if they're gonna, be the exact, like, they're not going to have a plan for him. They're just going to put him out there. You know, you know, it's funny because you hear Triple H getting, you know, most of the credit for the booking, um, but the Cody stuff was all Vince. You know, like yeah, him coming in, making him, presenting him like a big star, and then some of it was accidental too. He got that injury, which that I felt like took him to the next level too. So, yeah, you know, yeah. yeah. Vince deserves some booking credit sometimes. Sometimes I feel like we don't give him enough uh, enough credit when he should get credit for booking stuff. But um, he also should get the the negative stuff too. Right. But uh, but he does. <laughs> he's had some wins. You know, he's, he's had, had some good stuff. Yeah. Uh, you know, he approved all the CM Punk stuff everyone loved at the end of the day. So you got to give him some credit for that too. Uh, yeah. Um, but in any case. Let's start with Elimination Chamber. Brock Lesnar versus Bobby Lashley. This one, uh, I am a big fan of the big meaty men slapping meat. I'm happy Bobby <laughs> Lashley's getting his big time rivalry with Brock Lesnar. But Raj, how do you think this one goes down? Who's winning? This is, you know, this is a loaded show with five matches. All couldn't go on last. Um, I think Lashley 
And then you do the big blow off match at WrestleMania. Like Lashley has Omos interfere. Like, you know, the Hurt Business gets back together, beat Lesnar, and then you get the you get the return. That's that's my thought. Is I want uh, I want Omos to get involved, and I want Omos because I think the visual of Omos like slamming Brock would be incredible. Uh, mm. I don't know what that makes WrestleMania's match, but I just think that that would be absolutely visually cool. So. I would say if I'm predicting Brock wins via DQ is the, uh, is my, Ooh. my, my prediction. I mean, if you're going to do a DQ, that would be, that would be the one to do it. Um, and, uh, yeah, that, that one, you're right. This one, just about all of these could be, could main event a regular show. Uh, yeah. a lot of people are saying no contest. Boo, no contest. You got to pick a winner. <laughs> Those aren't the rules. You got to pick a winner. You got to pick a winner. Feet to the fire. Who do you have winning? Who did you say is going to win? Who's going to get the I said Lashley. Lashley? Okay. Yeah. Uh, split so far on our predictions here. I know. Uh, Edge and Beth Phoenix versus Finn Balor and Rhea Ripley. Um, this one is one that if I'm going to give AEW a hard time, this is one I'm also like, are we still doing this? Yeah. <laughs> can we, can oh, we just man. move on from <laughs> It's been a, almost a year, right? Coming, yeah. <laughs> coming up at WrestleMania was when Judgment Day was, you know, like started or right after. Yeah. And, and Judgment Day is so far removed from what it was with Edge. I, it almost feels irrelevant that they're mm -hmm. having a match now. But it, in any case... Uh, I believe Finn Balor, Rhea Ripley get the win. If I don't really get what you do if Edge and Beth Phoenix win, you know, like. Well, the rumor was that they were going to do an Edge, Finn Balor, Hell in a Cell match, uh, like at the Royal Rumble. And hmm. so, um, and obviously that was put on hold. So maybe it was to do this that leads to a Hell in a Cell match at, at WrestleMania and, you know, having having Finn go over there. So I do think Finn should come out on top of this at the end. Mm -hmm. um, so I almost think I'm going to split with you again. I'm going to go. Ooh. What happened on raw this past Monday with edge and Rhea? Uh, I mean, Rhea, Rhea took out Beth Phoenix and then edge chased him off. Okay. Her and uh, Dom. I'm going to go edge edge and uh, I'm going to go edge and Beth Phoenix. You know, I I kind of get why, but it feels a little weird that this is Finn and Rhea and not Dominic and Rhea, but um, from yeah. a logic standpoint. But at the same time, I don't want Dom to get in matches because I like that he's sort of untouchable <laughs> as a cowardly like, right. real. So uh, I like it, but at the same time, kind of like, that doesn't really make sense, does it? Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, but... Uh, then we get the Elimination Chamber uh, for the United States Championship. Uh, Austin Theory versus Seth Rollins versus Montez Ford versus Damian Priest versus Johnny Gargano versus Bronson Reed. Uh, first off, how do you feel about the U.S. title being decided in the Elimination Chamber? I like it. It's different. Um, and it, it opens up a whole lot of possibilities. You know, I, I feel like outside of maybe Johnny Gargano, you can make a case for everyone. Um, maybe too soon for Bronson Reed as well, but you could easily make a, a case for Montez Ford, Damian Paris, Seth Rollins. So I, I like it. <clears throat> uh, so as far as our previous uh, 
pick. Most people are saying Judgment Day, though. Baby Ice says baby face couples always win, so give it to Dom and Rhea. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, yeah i think Rhea Rhea pinning beth phoenix because she's gonna get the championship match at wrestlemania so you know what uh, that's what i'm gonna go i'm gonna go with uh Rhea pinning beth phoenix that would be a good move because then it continues to build her up for her match at uh, wrestlemania mm-hmm. um as far as the uh elimination chamber i'm gonna say yeah i think i think Rhea pins beth phoenix i think that's the way to go yeah uh and it also keeps them safe from uh, if they want to do Finn versus Edge, like not having one of them pin each other. Yeah. Uh, as far as the Elimination Chamber goes, you know, I'm going to go. I am going to go Bronson Reed. Whoa. I think I'm going to go Bronson Reed here. I think uh, maybe I'm overthinking it here, but I think uh, Austin Theory is bound for something else at WrestleMania. Seth Rollins clearly seems that way. I feel like Damian Priest got, has so much with Judgment Day that he doesn't, yeah, you know, I hate the phrase, doesn't need the title, but like he'll he'll find himself in something or other. Uh, and then I could see Montez Ford winning it too uh, to make a split happen. But I'm going to go Bronson Reed. I, I think they've, I think they like they like what they see with him. I think he's going to get the dub. I mean, it, it, he only came in recently and it and hasn't uh, hasn't lost yet. Theory retains, um, but if they go with Theory and John Cena, I mean, they could have Theory beat John Cena. I'm I'm going to say Theory retains because I feel like him and John Cena with the title on the line it makes it that much bigger, and uh, it makes it more important and feel like a, a bigger match. And I feel like John Cena needs to be you know, in as big a match as you could do and with the younger talent. So yeah, I'm going theory yeah. retains. That's a good pick too. Cause it would also give Cena a reason to be like, Hey, I love the U S title. I wore it proudly and yeah. I don't like what you're doing with it. You know, and that's kind of their in to why that's mm-hmm. happening. Yeah. Uh, baby ice going with Montez Ford and Justin going with Damian priest. Uh, I mean, you could go ways with all those guys that, that would work. And I, Montez Ford, He's he's getting to that point where it's time for a singles run. Yeah, I think Montez Ford seems like he's ready to pop as far as being yeah. going that singles route. Uh, but yeah, I love this elimination chamber because yeah, every one of them I could see winning, and I love elimination chambers. By the way, I mean they've been sort of in a place where they're never as in, they haven't been as interesting in years yeah. past. But yeah, I love the idea of it. I love elimination style matches and cage. I feel like this is just my my overbooking jack farmer dream is an elimination (laughs) (laughs) yeah Yeah. a bunch of uh good possibilities where it's not obvious uh where none of them are obvious yeah so i i I like that too yeah it's it's not like roman reigns versus tazawa versus uh (laughs) gulak versus uh, right um (laughs) cool and so uh lance Davis saying people forget Cena won- first won his first U.S. championship at WrestleMania 20. Um, so uh, cool. Elimination Chamber for a shot at the Raw Women's Championship. Asuka versus Liv Morgan versus Nikki Cross versus Raquel Rodriguez versus Natalia versus Carmella. Um, does, does Bianca have a championship match between now and WrestleMania? No, no. And um, yeah, I mean, I 
feel like the only one that feels like a WrestleMania match is, I mean, top three would be Oscar Liv Morgan and Raquel Rodriguez. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and Raquel adds, you know, Oscar, I think would be the best match. She's already over, but if you want to try to build someone new, uh, probably Ra- Raquel, but I'm going to go with Oscar. I feel like that's a better WrestleMania match. I feel like, uh, it, you know, I, I feel like her and Bianca could could tear it up. So, yeah, I think I agree with you. I'm going to go Asuka with uh, I Raquel a close second. I think it's going to come down to those two. Uh, yeah. But I feel I think Asuka with the new look and the new st- whole thing. I think they're going to do something with that, and I think that's why she did it. Um, and I think that she could be the bad guy to the good guy Bianca. And plus, I, I think Bianca has just been kind of slaying all the previous greats it seems at each wrestlemania whether it be uh you know like becky or if this is oscar or uh she did she beat charlotte yeah or who did she, she beat no yeah, they they haven't done her in charlotte yet right did she beat bailey she beat bailey then at a wrestlemania right? yeah she, no. oh she beat she beat uh, Becky last year. No, 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 no. Year. I'm sorry. I'm thinking Sasha Banks. I haven't seen Sasha in a while. So I, I was like, she, beat, <laughs> she beat two of the horsewomen. Who was the other one? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, Sasha, then Becky, and then she beats Asuka. She's kind of running the, the gamut of all the greats that came before her. Yeah, and uh, she's beaten Bailey a couple times since, you know, since yeah. WrestleMania. Yeah. Uh, well, I was saying at WrestleMania. She's got to beat them all at WrestleMania. <laughs> but... Uh, um, then we've got the big one, the one everyone's talking about, Raj. Uh, undisputed WWE Universal Championship, Roman Reigns versus Sami Zayn. And Raj, there's no as 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 a great, great poem once stated, there's no chance in hell that <laughs> Sami Zayn wins this one. Yeah, there's no there, it's more about where, what the story will be after the match. You know, like mm-hmm. uh, Kevin Owens, I'm assuming he'd be coming back. Do they? Um, but yeah, yes. Roman Reigns, of course. And then does Jey Uso, um, what does he do? Does he show up? Do the Usos not show up? Um, so, yeah, I mean, this is, you know, they've left it open where there's so many different ways they could go with this. But I just feel like Sammy and KO against the Usos, doesn't feel as big of a match to me as a singles match with Sammy at, at WrestleMania, but it makes the low, it, it's so far seeming like where they're going and it makes the most logical sense. Yeah. I, I know a lot of people want to do like triple threats and split the titles and all this other stuff, but everything I've seen, I mean, it's going to be Cody versus Roman, all the, all the gold on the line. Why would you split it? I feel like that's such a lame, lame way to do it at WrestleMania. <laughs> Maybe that if he does it the next day, whatever, but at WrestleMania, I don't know. It feels like a halfway to do it, but yeah, it, unless there's uh, earlier that day, they're like, Oh, this match is only going to be for the, uh, the, like the SmackDown title and not the raw title. Then it's like, okay, maybe Sammy's winning, but I I agree with you. I don't think it makes sense to split them, especially not at this point. It needs to be a bigger deal and not just, you know, a whim. And um, Mm -hmm. yeah, I think uh, Cody versus Roman for both is the biggest match that they have right now, especially when you see the, you know, the, the numbers that Cody's been doing. 
if and if you like if they were going to do like because it felt right in the moment as far as who beats Roman Reigns, it would have been Drew McIntyre at Clash of the Castle. They'd have done it already. Uh, I don't think they're going to get this close to Mania and not give us what what we're all waiting for. But I do think Sami Zayn has a near fall that blows the roof off of that place once it he almost gets the win. You know, oh, you for know sure. he's, he's going to have one of those moments where like 2.999 and everyone's going to go nuts when when he kicks out. I'm sure the finish will be Sammy has uh Sammy has Roman pinned and a, a referee gets knocked out or something, you know, like, right. Uh, yeah. And then the Usos do their thing. KO comes. Oh yeah. I don't know. It's fantasy do you think, booking now. Do you think Jay can Jay get involved? I don't, I know they have like an issue with not going to Canada or other countries or something. I, uh, or I believe there is, I don't, I shouldn't say I know. I, I believe there is. There, there was, but I, I, uh, Dave Meltzer reported recently that uh, they're clear to go. Oh, so so they so could be there. Because mm-hmm. uh, I was going to say maybe, I wonder if Jay, the, the theories are Jay Uso is going to get involved and do something, mm-hmm. uh, uh, you know, whether it be turn on Sammy or, or something, but um that seems to be the obvious one is Jay turning on Sammy, but I think it'd be really intriguing if he turned on Roman. <laughs> Me <know>? too. Me <laughs> too. I agree. I think uh, if I'm fantasy booking here, I have Cody win all the gold at WrestleMania and then at whatever the next pay, like backlash or whatever, that's the rematch of Jay Uso and Roman Reigns and Jay Uso beats Roman Reigns, ends the bloodline. And then Reigns takes some time off until mania or until SummerSlam or something. And, um, becomes yeah. Brock Lesnar at that point. I, I would I would assume that they do a rematch with Roman and Cody first, but yeah, yeah. I, I, I like the idea of uh, of Jay um, because the fans are hot for him right now, and it just seems like he go with it. I'm telling you, if he, with no disrespect to Jimmy, if 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 Jay wasn't didn't have a brother in pro wrestling that sort of puts you into a tag team situation. Right. I think he'd be a, a singles star right now. I think he's, he's been just as, every bit as good as I think Reigns and Sammy has been as far as being on the mic and putting on great matches and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, wouldn't surprise me if we saw Jimmy versus Jay at WrestleMania that I could see that happening, but then I don't know what Sammy does. Uh, you could do. Sammy Andre the giant. Solo. Solo. Yeah, so what do you what do you do with Kevin Owens? Under the giant battle royal, <laughs> <laughs> he he takes on uh, the Jackass crew this year. <laughs> yeah, uh, so I'm assuming it's uh, Usos versus KO and Sammy, but uh, I like some yeah. of these other options. <laughs> yeah, I, I that's if I was betting money on it, that's what I would say. But um, yeah. uh, but in any case. I think it's gonna be a great. I'm really excited about this. What a great time it's been to be a like a WWE fan and a wrestling fan. Uh, just crazy how good it's been. Um, yeah, WWE they've been doing a really good job for for a bit right now. For about for about six months. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much something about six months ago. Yeah, what happened? Um, but again, to be fair to Vince, Vince started the bloodline. That was a Vince thing. So we got to give him some credit there. Too. But the bloodline was meant to be a short-term thing. And not, uh... 
Uh, well, at least Sammy with the blood life was meant to be a short term thing. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. Well, I didn't say he gets all the credit. He gets some of the credit. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, Raj, good question, by the way, from Darius. Uh, any news on the 2023 Hall of Fame class? Not really. I mean, I would assume either Batista or The Rock. If they can get The Rock, I'm sure he, he would be the one. Otherwise, Batista, it's LA. They're both movie stars. Um, and, and Batista was supposed to go in a couple of years ago, but because of the pandemic, he didn't get in. So, yeah, I, I, one of them, I, I, I'm assuming. I, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, M. Rouse in the house saying, uh, what about Jay White shows up at WrestleMania and attacked Cody at the end of WrestleMania night two? I would say that if Finn Balor and Cody Rhodes is going to get done on a random Raw, then I don't think they're going to treat Jay White as a... Uh, as that kind of pickup. Yeah. A very small percentage of their, the WWE audience knows who Jay White is. So you, you would have to build him up. Yeah. I mean, when you see that the, the, they don't know who a lot of these NXT guys are and, and NXT has a much you know larger audience in the U S than new Japan. And again, for everyone who gets crabby, we're not saying he can't be a big name in right. WWE or he's not, it's just, to throw him out there at the end of WrestleMania, at the end of what will probably be one of the biggest wins of all time, if, if Cody does get the win, mm. doesn't quite feel like the spot for him. Yeah. I mean, uh, have they ever even done that, where they bring in a new guy at the end of WrestleMania? I don't think they have. The they close... brought back guys like Ultimate Warrior. Um... Yeah. Yeah, I, I, the closest it would be like the money in the bank cash in, but that wasn't a new person returning. That was um, right. Yeah, yeah. Or, or a yeah, new, I, mean, I guess as far as like a surprise thing at the very, very end of WrestleMania, that would be the closest. Yeah. Thing um, yeah, but but that was Seth Rollins. But yeah, he, um, yeah, yeah. I don't I don't think that'll happen. Um, but uh, let. Let's talk about XFL. Are you excited about it? You just talked about how you're a huge football fan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, I think the problem with these 18 leagues is it's hard to get behind a team, you know, unless mm -hmm. you live in one of those markets. So that's then that already brings down the, the number of markets. With the NFL, you have 32 plus you have superstars. So even if you live in New, New Mexico, you could be like, I, I'm a Tom Brady fan. I go where he goes or Aaron Rodgers, you know. XFL doesn't have superstars. So I think th these 18 leagues are going to be tough, but I'm, I'm going to watch and hopefully it works out because, you know. Uh... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I'm excited about it. Uh, I haven't given it a lot of my time in the past. I mean, I watched it back when it first came out. I watched a few games and it was terrible. So I stopped watching. And then this last time around, I didn't really give it a watch. This time, I think I'm going to give it a try. Um, I haven't seen a lot of advertisements for it though. Like I keep forgetting that it's this weekend. Yeah. Yeah. This weekend it's, uh, week one starts Saturday, 3 PM Eastern with the Vegas Vipers and the Arlington Renegades. Then at eight 30 and that's on ABC. And then at night it's going to be on ESPN FX. It's uh, Orlando guardians versus the Houston roughnecks. So, um, and then Sunday you got two games as well. Yeah, I, I feel like yeah, I haven't seen much about it at all. And, um, you know, the, these leagues often start off 
well, just from, you know, just, just from curiosity, regular internet curiosity and stuff like that. And then, and then drop a lot. What was the one, not USFL, because that's still around, but the one before that, it was AFL, maybe something like that. Yeah, there was not the, um, not, not, are you talking about arena football or? No, no, they were. And then there's like the the Canadian league, but then, yeah, what was the other one? There was. It was like a few years. I think they had a one year head start on the XFL. And then I don't, I don't believe they lasted the season. So it was something like the AFL, but yeah. So it's tough. We ha- there's been no successes yet. Because at the end of the day, these guys got to be good at football is the the thing, I think, for a lot of people. And so because that's what turned me off about it the first time around as I watched. And I was like, these guys aren't very good at football. <laughs> like, <it's, laughs> uh, I mean, they're better than me. That's not saying much. Um, and so they've hopefully they've got some teams that are at least entertaining to watch. Uh, but And you need to get some personalities because, again, if – I feel like watching good football for the sake of football only matters if you're betting on the games, you know? Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's, uh, it's tough after going through a whole season of NFL. And if you're into really into football, you're watching college games and then to then continue. Right. It, there's gotta be something that keeps you intrigued. So yeah, I, I don't know. I'm a little worried about the fact that, like I said, I haven't really seen advertisements before. I haven't seen billboards. I haven't seen, consider I'm watching, you would think they would advertise a ton during pro wrestling. Uh, you would think that they'd advertise more on like ESPN. And so I, I just feel like I haven't seen it that much. Like yeah. advertisements outside of a few people retweeting New Jersey's for the sea dragons, you know, right. <laughs> like, but yeah. Um, Real quick. Yeah. Um, oh, sorry. Uh, no. Darius Malsiski saying the one with Ebersol's son. And yes, Dick Ebersol, uh, his son had started the league. Um, he did an XFL documentary with Vince and then decided to start it up. So AAF, <laughs> that's what it was. All right. The Alliance of American Football. Yeah. That's the one. <clears throat> yeah. And Tut Graf saying, uh, I've seen some stuff on ESPN, but it's pretty sparse. I mean, I'm just thinking if you're launching a football league, I feel like it'd be everywhere. You know, I see avatar trailers more than I see uh, the XFL stuff. And I feel like you, you would have very specific marketing for that. That would be a slam dunk, but yeah, especially since they're on ESPN, ABC, you would think they'd, there would be more, but um, yeah, Yeah. we'll we'll see. It'll be interesting. I'm going to watch, I'm going to try to watch some of it. Yeah, I'm gonna try to. I'll watch a bit of it and see if see if it catches if it catches on for me. Uh, let me know in the chat. Are you guys gonna watch? Is anyone in the chat watching XFL? Do you have a team? I am a Sea Dragon by birth because that's my city where I'm from, <laughs> Seattle Sea Dragon. Uh, <laughs> I guess. Um, but uh, does Denver have a team? No, no. <laughs> DC. I used to live not far from DC, so maybe the DC Defenders. The defenders. I hear they're going to be good. I hear the guardians are going to be good. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, 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 We'll see. Hopefully, hopefully it does well, uh, but we'll have to see. I think that does it for us though. Uh, before we go, any final thoughts, Raj? Uh, no, just uh, check, check us out back out on Saturday. And uh, after elimination chamber, obviously we got our Friday night podcast as well. 
And uh, yeah, every, every Thursday at six, six Eastern. Yeah, make sure to check that. Follow Wrestling Inc. by the way on social media. You'll get caught up on everything. And make sure to hit the little bell on the YouTube so that you get notified when we do these shows. Uh, I know someone in the chat had mentioned earlier that that was how they found out about this show. By the way, we're doing this every Thursday now. Same time, same place. So you can always check it out. Thank you to Tommy O, M. Rouse in the house, Tuck Graff, uh, Antoine Fair. Good to see you again. Haven't seen you uh, on the Post Raw show in a while, Antoine. Where you been? Baby Ice, uh, Darius as well. Thank you, Jane Young. And uh, Justine was there a little bit ago. Uh, and uh, Bill and everyone else. Appreciate you guys being here. Also, Raj, where can the world find you online? You can find me uh, on the old Twitter machine at, at the Raj Gary. And you can find me at Real Jack Farmer across all social media. That does it for us. And uh, make sure to tune into the After Friday show. And after Elimination Chamber, it's going to be a good one. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.